minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 161, Tommy Jacket. We should have been recording earlier. There was some good banter between you and I. Uh, really good banter. Let's, let's just you, pick it you up. You wanted to ask about, yeah, you wanted to, to know whether Apple would have a whole department that just looks after FaceTime. Yeah. Was, the is answer it, would be yes. Do you think it's its yes. own business? They even, I mean, do they make money out of FaceTime? No, it's just a product of theirs, right? Yeah. It's just a product. But the latest version, the one that's coming out, um, like in the, the new iOS, you can have up to like 37 people on one <laughs> FaceTime call. Yeah, so let's uh, let's branch out and get th- 34 guests on, including yourself and I. 30, we don't sorry, need 35. to do a live stream. With the, with, the, with the amount of listeners we have, we could just fucking get them all just to FaceTime us. Maybe that's easier. Bring the whole team together. G'day, guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember when I was doing the um, internet, I had an internet radio station called Now On Radio and I um, never, uh, I looked up the PPCA and the APRA licenses and you could basically like pay a fee to be able to play music Yeah, and I would just play the music anyway because I was literally like, I would get probably about 10 people listening. So, I'm like... <laughs> It's the equivalent of getting a license if you're like playing music at a party. Like people have more people at just yeah. over at their house for a dinner party. Um, while we're talking about tech, I had a bit of a um, breakdown and we talked about tech yesterday. So this isn't going to be a tech heavy seg- um, segment, but I had a, a Siri meltdown. Oh, two things I didn't mention to you. This is two interactions with Siri, one really good and one uh, where Siri shat itself. I'll start there. I was listening to one of our episodes, um, you know, as you do, Josh. Uh, we listen to our own show. Re- how how often do you listen? No, back? no, no. I listened back to Jules Lund's episode because we recorded yeah. it maybe five weeks ago, so I forgot what and we we're said. Both so tired. Yeah, and we're both like I I said to like I, that's one thing that I've been noticing about the um, doing the podcast is um, like it's. It takes... Sorry for the, the sneeze there. That was just great. Um, it takes a lot of energy. Like, not to be not to be a little whiny bitch, but... like but, I but have being been a whiny feeling, bitch. But, but, <laughs> but being the whiny bitch that I am, I'll be one for a second. No, but I, I've noticed, like, how much I care about the podcast and think about it and all that sort of thing. And one of the things is, after episodes, I think we can be, be pretty critical and... Yeah. After the Jules one, we had done uh, four episode, four uh, guests that day. Yeah. And Jules was the last one. And I remember saying, I feel, felt like I had low energy. Yeah. So, and, you were listening back. And I did too because... And that's why I listened back because what, what you... We can be... You can be so harsh on yourself. And I think it's any creative yeah. endeavor. Um, it's like you're severely critical on how it went but I think there's this this massive um, misalignment with how things actually are to other people and how you feel in yourself because it, that day I felt tired and whatever we'd done three and a half hours of talking before we even got there and I felt the same yeah. as you I was like that was shit and then I listened back and and Jules was amazing not because of you you yeah. and I I think we we enjoyed the conversation with 
a friend who is a high achiever and got a lot to say. But I think, um, yeah, it was a great episode. But I was listening to one of the others. I can't even remember what one it was. But the Siri meltdown happened where in the video, sorry, in the podcast, I said, hey, Siri, for some reason. There he goes. <laughs> oh, there he goes. There we go. No, but here's the thing. This is the meltdown. When you use um, CarPlay through, I've got a Hyundai. And so when I'm using CarPlay listening to a podcast... It can hear it's my phone's in the car, and so when I said, "Hey Siri," it went off. And here's the thing: if I, oh, shut up, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> this problem's happening with Alexa, though, too. People no, but who the, no, but own this, an Alexa. Listen, like now it's off, and I won't say it again. But yeah. as soon as I said it, it stopped and and tried to you know get me to say something but then because when you're using carplay if you get kind of interrupted by a phone call or something it will send it back 10 seconds and so oh. it just got in this loop of sending itself oh, back 10 no. seconds <laughs> Siri would come up send itself back 10 seconds Siri would come up so I'm driving along I had to turn the episode off all of a off. sudden you lose control of the steering wheel <laughs> like just everything malfunctions in the car it's just one of those Actually, on that, I actually heard about the, um, you know how there's those cases where people talk about the um, cruise control in cars fucking up and they just like are on the phone, you know, there's a horror phone calls to 911 or whatever as they're like zooming along the highway. I was listening to a podcast, it was probably like a year ago now, I think it was maybe Malcolm Gladwell, can't remember who it was, but- it's actually not possible. And what they think happens is that during the stress of the... Um, like Basically, the brakes are always going to work. So, the theory is that um, what happens in these cases is in the stress of it all, they're pressing the accelerator rather than <laughs> the brake. You know, that, they're just real assholes there because it's happened in Melbourne. Uh, there's, I know, really? yeah. Well, I think ABS brakes could fail because they've become electronic, so they're not just a, they're not just a brake anymore. They're not like an old school car brake where you can push really hard and it's like a, it's just squeezing the thing. It's like they're electronic now. ABS are like yeah. shuttering, so there could be some issue with it. But it happened on the um, the, what's the highway out near where you used to live? It like happened Eastern, there, Eastern and, Freeway, and the Eastern Freeway in Melbourne. That happened where they they were like so have sealing I made off up this story. Exits. I feel like we we need to close a loop on this. If someone actually knows well, something about cars, well, I think would, that would be handy. I think there could be a malfunction where the brakes system doesn't work and and the car. It gets locked in acceleration. I don't know if it's cruise control that is the issue. I use I yeah. use cruise control constantly in sixty zones, forty zones, just so oh, they get so fines. handy. Oh, not, mate, not handy. having it in not having it in the south of France was and knowing that there's sort of speed radars and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that was a real pain because it was right. constantly like, yeah, slamming on the brakes because you realise you're going, you know, fifteen over. Uh, mate, try having a VL Commodore. On your P plates, not a good idea. No cruise control on that eighty-seven beast. Um, oh, so my other Siri, blunt, uh, no, this is a Siri win. So yeah, I'm, at, I'm at I'm at the playground with Bodie, and we're just we're just chilling. He's going hard on the on the slide. 
He's now just got this. He's he's like a glitch in a computer game where he just goes down the slide, runs around, goes down the slide, runs around, goes down the slide, runs around, just non-stop. He's just... almost like a Siri loop. He's gone into some sort <laughs> yeah. of slide manic state. So he was in a, a Siri slide loop and there's this guy walking around and he's like, uh, this anyone's phone, bro? This anyone's phone? And I was, And I'm just kind of looking and he's getting closer to me, asking people, they're saying no. And then he gets close to me. This this your phone? I'm like, nah. And then he walks back over to like his wife and mates and says, yeah, someone left this phone over here. And I and I said to him, oh mate, I think you can just call the last person that they've called. He's like, no, you can't. Yeah. And I um and I grabbed the phone. And as I grabbed the phone, I didn't even know what I was like. I, for some reason, I thought that you might be able to call the last call, and you might be able to on Apple phones. But as I grabbed it, I I I remembered. I was like. Oh, I can just I can just hold down the Siri button and say call home, and so so he did. He handed it but to then me. Then it will require. Won't it require a um a pin code though? Nah. How good's this? And I and I look like a a fucking baller because I grabbed it and I pressed it and I said call home and then it just started calling the phone's home number and I handed it back to him, and so he then got on the phone with this person was like, oh, I've got your phone in a in the park well I think the first question is why the fuck do you have does this person have a landline <laughs> like I think that's the, the remarkable bit isn't it? it yeah it made sense and it made me look awesome it was a child's phone who was playing in the park and then he lived uh-huh. across the road and his dad walked over and, and grabbed the phone off this dude and said thanks so much mate Wait, it was an iPhone so this kid this kid is young enough to be playing in the park <laughs> And he's rocking an iPhone. Mate. He's doing all right. Bodie, I, I've got a spare iPhone. I can, so technically, it's Bodie's. Bodie's got an iPhone 7 Plus. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's not. Well, he can. It's like saying, I've got, I've got my license. So technically, but no. Bodie's also got his license. No. They don't just translate. It was, a, it was an older, crappy, old school iPhone. I'm sure, I'm, sure yeah. Tre- I'm sure Trevor Long, one of our listeners, I'm sure his kids have got four phones each. Um, <laughs> probably, his daddy has a couple of phones. Review, probably all like <laughs> ex-review models that he hasn't had to send back. Mate, if there's one thing kids know, it's phones. Bodie looks at, he knows. He grabs my phone, comes up to me, opens my hand and puts it in and says doo-doo because he wants the shark doo-doo song from YouTube. Doo-doo? Yeah. Is, is this some sort of um, pop culture thing that I don't get? It's a parent thing, and if you're a parent, okay. you've heard the baby shark song, baby shark, do 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 do, baby shark. Oh no, I have. You know why I have? I actually have heard this song because I watched a highlight of um, uh, the Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, which Jack Post, the a mate of ours who has been on this show, talking about just before he started on that show, they got. They do this segment where they get Hamish McLaughlin, uh, sort of a sports uh, commentator, yeah. to say something within his commentary or you know within the broadcast. Oh yeah! And he got that song, and he managed to <laughs> during the broadcast say it. It's very funny, dude. It is crack for kids. Like we we, I, I like I got to daycare and one of the other one of the um the the care one of the childcare workers 
um, yeah. started singing that song to Bodie, and I was like, oh, don't, please, dude. <laughs> I know. It was like, you, oh, as I was taking him, he's like looking at Bodie going, <laughs> shuck, dude, dude, and dancing. I was like, dude, don't open that fucking door. Because Bodhi just goes on a mission. <laughs> doo-doo, doo-doo. It takes a certain it, it takes a certain type of person to be a childcare like worker. Like the fact that he's like gets into that and all that sort of thing. Oh, like um, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. There, yeah, they are amazing. I'm like I'm amazed at the, and it's such a weird thing. Like, I mean, there should there should be more men doing it, but it was very much a an eye opener for me that there was men doing childcare working it's like for for the reason that like I, I mean I just think about myself as a man and like how I could not handle it too many kids it's just it's, yeah. not, it's not my happy place but man it's it's amazing these the guys that do it there I've become friends with and they are um so caring loving like they possess everything that I don't um and yeah. they're amazing childcare workers and they love their job. It's really the, um, cool. It's really cool. On the uh, the viral, you know, it's almost got the Gangnam style oh. vibe to it, like in popularity. Dude, but, um, oh, just sorry, 1.5 yeah. billion views on YouTube. Do do yeah. song. <laughs> how, how many of them do you think is Bodhi? Yeah, yeah. Just like 1.5 million. Just playing the slide, <laughs> like on the slide playing the song <laughs> did we have this like when we were kids did we like we had obviously like hot potato hot potato um which is the wiggles yeah but um i don't think that we had anything oh you know actually i lie we like growing up what i think about is um who let the dogs out oh, yes <laughs> um i had all of these singles by the way who let the dogs out i had um hamster dance do you remember that nah Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Oh, no. And I had, like, had six different versions or whatever on the, the single. Yeah. Um, what else were the big uh, ones? Um, Aquaman. Aqua. Uh, uh, oh, how did that go? I'm blue and I'm dim. You know I one? feel like that was just a good hit. <laughs> I don't know if that had the, the novelty factor. <laughs> that, that was a viral wanting. novelty hit that... <laughs> Maybe. Well, I think most of them got a big run at um, the skating, like uh, rollerblading. Oh, do yeah. Do kids still the do rinks. that? Do you think that you'll be taking Bodhi to rollerblades or is that just being sort of like, um, you know, retired as well, a thing? I think here's the thing. that They would have to be far out because real estate now. No one wants to yeah. have a real a roller skate rink in Chapel Street, which there used to be one at a place called the um, Fun Factory, uh, that was like on the corner of you know one of the main roads in this old building where now it's just apartments. So everywhere there was like the the two places I'm thinking of where I went as kid yeah. as a kid, not there anymore because they have now been developed. So you've got to go out further. Ringwood, maybe there is no. I've I've definitely seen people at r- these rinks, but there was a. a well, I guess the the trampolining things, the the bounce stuff is is a big one. And oh you think yeah, that that's a huge amount of real estate. Yeah, true. But the, yeah, I guess the craze is gone. Like rollerblading mm-hmm. got a real uh, real bad rap for a while. You'll uh, if you, what if, what is the bad rap from? Because I noticed even in Europe some cool. Uh, cool-looking people um, rollerblading. Is that... Can those two things be put together? 
a cool well, looking I think person. They, right, they, they looked cool, but maybe it's sort of like uh, getting into Tarzos now. Maybe we've sort of gone full circle on it. All I thought of then was licking the Tarzo to get the the chicken salt off the Tarzo. What the fuck? Would you re- like? But they were in plastic. Weren't oh they? yeah, but I used to lick the bag. I used to lick the Tarzo oh. bag and then open it up. It's disgusting. Uh, yeah, there we go. I, I'm always on the lookout for what we're going to call the episode, and I'm going to call this one "Lick the Bag." <laughs> Just- <laughs> As Stacey June said, "What era? <laughs> what era? <laughs> what era?" Because that changes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the um, no, I think I've um, <clears throat> I've definitely been thinking. We we the first I don't know how many episodes every single episode was nostalgia. Oh yeah, but I reckon we've backed right. I think that we've told every story <laughs> from Mexican Cantina uh, that I can tell, and we're just about out of um, out of nostalgia. Yeah, but um, that whole um, that shopping thing, you know that what people you know the people collecting those dumb little uh, toys. Oh, that feels like yeah. it's. It's playing into some sort of nostalgia. Well, Amy works for the ad agency that has Coles as a client. And what Josh is talking about is Coles have um, <clears throat> done this thing where they, they've got like mini mini products that they sell at the supermarket, but they're just... So I didn't know what it was. So like you I thought... Done, is, is that you explaining on, No, 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 no. I'm that? getting to it. So what I, I thought that you got like a kit <laughs> to construct these little items but all it turns out and because you haven't been here josh i'll tell you about how it works you literally uh, you uh, we lined up at the um cash register the other day amy and i and she's like oh can i have one of those things and this is my first under you know interaction of uh, of this whole process and the guy's like oh yeah i can give you one so he had a this guy had a pile of just these like little packets and she, he handed one over to Amy, and Amy sort of just opened it up, and and the things constructed already. So it's like just this little, um, you know, a little. What we got was like a little the collectibles, a little box of Vita wheats that was like miniature, and it was cute. And Amy said to the guy, "Oh, are people getting pretty aggressive and um and rude to you?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, it's getting pretty bad." So people are like, it's getting pretty bad. It's getting pretty bad, and so it's just absolutely boomed with these little items. I saw Oscar Gordon, friend of ours, he's um, Jules's cousin. Uh, he's got yeah. pretty much the whole set of these little items in his kitchen, and it looks kind of. But he hasn't even been back in Australia for that long. He's clearly gone black market or a crazy amount of shopping. <laughs> the guy that we asked uh, have people been getting pretty rude? He described this big tall guy that pretty much fit Oscar's description. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but the the thing about so the idea is that you buy the product. So imagine let's use Nutella as an example. That's a international known product. You would buy Nutella the product and then if you buy an a few of them or a certain amount of value, you then in return get a miniature collectible Nutella. Is that well, what it is? you don't know what you're going to get. It's like the old school days of getting um, baseball cards or like basketball cards where you buy a pack 
and you open the pack and you get what you've been given. So, so what, you don't just get the... No. You can't just buy... Uh, okay. So this is why people are going mad because you get what you're given so you can say, hey, can I have a packet? <laughs> and he says, sure, and then he hands it over and you open it you get fucking Vita, Vita, Bix, Vita Wheats for the seventh <laughs> time. Especially when you can't say it. Oh, I've got... Get real angry. <laughs> the guy got Vita Bits again. I've got fucking Vita Bits. <laughs> Mate, you got to settle down. Mate, I'm looking... I'm looking for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for Nutella. Give me Nutella. Um, but I did. I gave one to Bodhi and he loved it. He's like looking at it, just like playing with it and then ripped it ripped it up. But um, yeah. well, did you collect any of that shit? Did you say that you did do Tarzos or what were the ones for you? Did a bit of Tarzos. I did Pokemon cards. We did basketball cards. We'd go to the South Melbourne market and there was like, um, you could get your... You could trade them or you could buy new ones. And there was, you know, the books. We de- yeah, NBA so- or NBL? <laughs> NBL was... A, a re- actually, it was more relevant then than it is now, but no, it was NBA. Yeah. So we'd get like the um, the hologram cards. They were the sickest. Shaq, Scotty Pippen. Oh, it was good. Old school. That's nostalgia. I can see, is Scotty Pippen, is he, is he Australian or did they make that up? Or did he... Was he the... Or nah. was he... I think nah. I can hear screaming from out our... We're in Slovenia right now. Beautiful area. But um, we were meant to be backing onto a courtyard. We've managed to back onto a street. And oh, it's, yeah. um, it is a, a very noisy. Yeah, so the, the going back to the, the cards and all that sort of thing, I remember... Yeah. Um, do you remember Bones? There was nah. probably... You're oh. probably too old for Bones. No, Bones were like... They look like a knuckle. They look like if you yeah. removed your knuckle from your hand. You, and you meant to... There was well, some like a big molar, like t- t- tooth or whatever. But... Um, <laughs> t- 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 no, I, <laughs> no, I just remember <laughs> the um, a bit being a bit triggered because um, I remember for some reason I hadn't gotten into any of them, didn't do... Pokemon didn't do Tarzos, any of that stuff, and Mate, for whatever it's reason, because you I was had like, a, it's you had you had an internet radio show. That's what was taking your no, time. No, <laughs> you were fourteen. I, had a, I, I did have a lot of microphones, and <laughs> Mum would keep buying me them because I'd break them because I'd try and pull them further away from the speaker, and it was a real s- short cable. They were from Big W, and they had like a yellow ring around them. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, I would keep. I would need to. Um, It'd always get to a point where I would need to tape up the bottom of the uh, the microphone to sort of keep the, you know, it's like when you go to an open mic night and they've got a shit microphone yeah. and every single time the comedian moves their hand awkwardly, it like stops working. But um, no, I, I got into the Bones uh, craze and um, I just remember, I feel so bad about this. There were, for whatever reason, these two kids were all playing and um, there was sort of an argument and they all went away and I was just like <laughs> left there was all these bones and I just grabbed them and put them in my pocket solid and um, that was like I've never I've never shoplifted or anything like that but I did that and I uh, I felt so guilty about it that I ended up putting them in the, in the bag room, just like threw them in the bag room so people would find them. I was just so <laughs> panicked about no, the whole situation. Josh, look at it this way. You were Robin Hood. You you stole them. <laughs> you dispersed them into the bag room and now the kids that didn't have bones had bones. 
yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Robin Hood. I'm yeah, Robin, yeah, 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 I'll take it. <laughs> Silver did, lining. You, did you ever, what was the first, <laughs> do you like how I'm phrasing this? Like I know what that you've done it. What was the first thing that you ever shoplifted as a kid? Oh, I can't remember. I, a few little things, bits, bits and pieces. I knew it was wrong though. Let's preface it by saying that. But there was a time where uh, me and the boys, we may have um, smoked a bit of marijuana and um, had the munchies. And we thought it was a great idea to have a competition to see who could steal the most chocolate blo- chocolate blocks from one of the uh, well-known establishments that is a supermarket. And Do you I- think that it makes you feel better that it's a well-known establishment? Do you think that that makes it better than if it's... Uh- you know, John, the the corner store who's no, just trying to make coin. Definitely wasn't the corner store. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, that's what that's what criminals do, though. They justify based on oh, you know, they're they're a big corporation. They can handle this. Yeah, I won't go there. It was the wrong thing to do, and I don't steal. Yeah, anymore. But I I put seven blocks of chocolate down my pants. See, here's the thing. You could also <laughs> say title for the show. <laughs> <laughs> And then he licked the packet. <laughs> um, licked the bag. Is that what we're calling it? Licked the bag. Licked yeah. the bag. So it was silly. and But the, the, the supermarkets like then it didn't have security cameras. It's crazy. Like I was saying to a friend the other day, uh, I say friend, more like accomplice to my crimes as a kid. Um, I said, fuck, man, it is hard now to get away with stuff. And then we yeah. we went down the rabbit hole of if you were to murder somebody, how would you do it? <laughs> Which was yeah, it would be it'd be pretty. It's, I mean, it's very dark. It's so it's so dark. But the reality is, because I said, "Where? How did you get to work today?" And he and he said, oh, I said, "Where did you stop? Did you stop anywhere along that?" He said, "Yep, stopped into a Caltex." I said, "Done. You're on camera. You're already on yeah. CCTV." So I was like going through everywhere that you. You know, like, think about it today. I've already been to um, 7-Eleven, our non-sponsor that always gets a fucking plug on this show. Got a coffee. Who didn't even respond back to us about, like, we did the throwback Thursday with Peter Shepard, tagged them for for a, a zany company that probably pays <laughs> an agency a lot of money to look after their social media. Yeah. Um, you know, they're too busy creating dumb, dumb Vox Pops. <laughs> In the in the street, asking men on the street what they think that they've completely missed this exactly. great content opportunity that we created for free. Yeah, well, they've already got me on camera in their store, and I'm sure I've probably been on someone else's CCT or TV already. So you can't like I look at the supermarkets now. There's they've got security guards. Like I love watching when you know dodgy people walk into the St Kilda supermarkets, and then I just see the security guard just. You know, he's like, I'm on. This is yeah, this is me. And then I start looking. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm I'm watching out, seeing if they're stealing, just seeing if I could. Um, I mean, I don't rat them in, but because the they they usually just get them anyway. It's amazing. Like they let people off because they they come to the front and they just open their bag and they've got like a, a thing of sirloin steak, and they're just like, mate, you can't really? take this. Yeah, and they just said, get, get out of here. So it's an interesting one where they, it, it's good that they're not blocking up the police system with, you know, uh, junkies who are trying to steal steaks. Um, well, that was like Bree's point on her sunglasses that were taken was it's like, look, if someone's stolen them or taken them, you know, without handing them in, then they obviously needed them. 
Mm. I think that that's a a good way um, to look at things. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Or you're just a piece of shit. I mean, you're a piece of shit if you steal. I don't like. It's it's horrible. I was a piece of shit. That's that's the reality of it. There's nothing good out of it. You you're thinking about yourself. You're not. You're being selfish. And but I think there's probably a difference too about you know someone who's got the munchies, who's just been doing a bit of weed with his mates, and yeah. someone who's like homeless and no, yes, I do, some I do. Food or I'm like that. I'm probably more the piece of shit that stole because I was stoned, <laughs> and I had probably had the money to buy it. Whereas, yeah. you know, I'm talking about people that steal when they like, yeah, when they actually have, because it, yeah, I remember I knew someone who was a. Uh, a compulsive stealer, compulsive thief, like yeah, a that would be annoying. Used to steal so many things, like see, e- I would worry everything. that even just just like um all the podcast gear and stuff I have in the mm. hotel, like I just try and like take it out of sight for the most part. Yeah, like but I've almost sort of said to, to myself like during the course of our trip my shit is going to get stolen. Like I just like with all the places that we're going to, if yeah. it doesn't get stolen, I think it'll be a miracle. Yeah. Well, you've, you've got pretty far, bro. It's like six weeks. <laughs> I know. Seven weeks. It's, it's already. Up. How would you feel? Um, obviously, um, big media company. We spoke about it a bit on the episode with Jules yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have our office space and things like that. We're um, converting uh, your current office to be our office. What's your thoughts on security cameras? Do we need rule? Do you feel comfortable with me setting up a bunch of security cameras I can yeah. access at any time? And what sort of rules do we need around it? I I like it. Um, I like security cameras. I've just have never invested in them. Um, I like the rule that was put in place by, I think, you or Bree, and that was... Yeah, you it was a dual rule. Yeah, I like it. So that rule was you can't, if we're in an argument, you can't use the security camera. Like, oh, let's bring up the footage. I'll see what I said. They're pure. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I want access to them, obviously, so I can look at what you're doing yeah. when I'm not there and you yeah, can look perfect. at what I'm doing when I'm there. I like it. I think it's like <clears throat> some people are funny about cameras watching them but i don't give a shit in our in our in our space i think it's good what about put do you think push notifications makes you more uncomfortable knowing that say if on a sunday you wanted to go into the office yeah and as soon as you came into the office i would get a push notification uh no i don't mind that i think because imagine if it wasn't me what if it wasn't me yeah and exactly um, it'd be very annoying and there's someone in there probably a thief or something yeah some guy's putting chocolate down his pants, licking the bag. <laughs> Hashtag licking the bag. Do you know, um, yesterday, I don't know if you noticed, but um, I noticed I was sort of um, half off my game. I think it was partly because we were talking before the show about like, are oh, we getting a bit boring? We got one <laughs> bit of feedback from a good mate who said that we were, um, one of our eps was a bit boring. And then I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's good to get that feedback. Oh, you know, water off a duck's back. And then you say, yeah, I don't fucking care. Don't go, oh, I don't care what's, what he thinks. Uh, and then, um, but, but I think I was thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. And um, I even noticed that at the start of yesterday's show, I or the start and the end, if you listen to that show, you'll notice that I, um, 
I wasn't in my normal routine. I didn't say it's a daily talk show like I normally say. I didn't say Tommy Jacket and then I didn't. At the end, you ended up just sort of finishing it up. You were like, all right, it's a fucking good episode. Good episode, JJ. Yeah, it's a daily talk. Like it sounds so awkward when you say it's the daily talk show. Like you have to do the wrap up. It's like, is Josh okay? Is someone just take, is someone nah. sniped Josh? <laughs> Tommy's doing an awkward exit. You've never heard someone get so quickly to saying it once I start saying it. I literally say <laughs> yeah. the daily and you finish it's it off. It's the daily talk show, everyone. Thanks it's, for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a trigger. If I say it, you end up just firing. It's like we've got a, yeah. a button that fires off a sting. <laughs> I'm 100% the guy who says hip hip at a party. Like, yeah, you know, if, and if I saw you there, you know that I would be, you know... When, once we got to two, uh, I would be already uh, saying hip hip before we <clears> even got to you. Are, you. are you the guy that like l- that really hopes that the person asks you to MC their wedding? Are you like nah. the, you want to be front nah, and center? Nah, 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 nah. I was thinking about those people recently that like that they because I think I think people have mistaken me for being mm. that person that wants to be yeah. at the front. 100%. You and know what? I've got a really arrogant answer to this. Yeah, awesome. And um, I don't know if you can relate, but um, it was like uh, Brie posted an Instagram store, a series of stories uh, a few days ago when we were in Turkey of us at a some ridiculous touristy sort of Turkish show where I somehow got picked out to dance with the belly dancer and uh, there was about six of us that got pulled up and there was one guy that loved it so much that when she when the belly dancer was trying to get him to dance he had sort of said to her oh no I want to go at the end like he wanted to do the big finale and my arrogant response is it's like people think I'm like that but like I don't need that. I get attention all the time. We do a fucking podcast. We we talk <laughs> 40 minutes a day. I don't need yeah. any more attention. I'm all attentioned out. And so <laughs> I feel like the people who need to do the MC stuff and all that sort of thing, they're clearly not getting the attention somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I think um, they also, yeah, love that limelight. But I think it's... I'm just exhausted by it. Like I, I struggle enough just doing this. Like I, it's an introvert extrovert. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, like when I get up there, it's like that thing. But it's also that thing of like I don't think the best form of entertainment is being the guy that really wants to do it. Mm. So that's been the other thing. It's like when I got up on stage to do the belly dancer thing. I'm sort of like not that keen, but as soon as it's my turn, I just, I sort of switch and go into um you know year year eight drama mode. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I I, I could I I've been asked a couple of times, and it's the worst thing I want to last thing I want to do, which is weird, but it's probably making it more about me than them because they probably wanted me to do it. But then I'm like, oh, oh. no. But it does. It takes like I actually remember when I was a kid, I um got into emceeing stuff because I was doing court announcing at the basketball, and I emceed a charity. It was like a charity fashion show. Oh yeah. And then I remember I um 
did something for like a wedding expo. It was like in the western suburbs <laughs> and um, yeah, it was over two days. But the one thing that I remember of that uh, that um, job was I think I was probably like, it's probably like getting paid $400 or something, right? To um to to do the job, yeah, and it was a Saturday and a Sunday, so it was like two hundred dollars a day, and um, I remember I got the envelope at the end of the day on the Sunday, and they paid me eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, so that it's just that like hashtag surprise cash, Shit, like yeah. there's nothing. But did you ever have that? I feel like you would have in your time had a few cashies. Uh. No, I was thinking about that recently. I haven't had cash jobs in so long. I used to have cash yeah. businesses with pretty much everyone, <laughs> except for one guy. He paid me in a check. Come on, bro. Far out. Um, anyway, yeah. But I, yeah, cash jobs are rare these days for our industry. No one's paying me 5K yeah. in, in cash. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's not like uh, landscaping or shit yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Word of the day. Oh, yes. Finish uh, it off. Let's finish on that. Because I was thinking... Um, that's one thing that we need to keep consistent. We've kept the fucking podcast consistent. Let's just keep word of the day as word of the day. Are you ready for it? This is a big one. Yep. This this was... I remember learning this as a kid as the longest word in the English language. Oh, no. Are you ready? Yes. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Mm. Okay. Have you heard of it? Uh... No, I haven't. I actually haven't heard that. I'll say it again and then you, I'll say it slowly I've heard, and then I've you heard, can guess I've what heard it means. A, I've heard a lot of the different parts. I've heard anti. I've heard uh, establish, establishment. Well, you probably can work it out through that. So, it's, I'll say it again. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yeah. What do you think it means? Um, you, yeah, I'll say it again. Yeah, you're again. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Wow, imagine if you put that into half speed. You would have sounded like you were so... It sounded like you were drunken in half speed already. Yeah, licking the bag. Um, can you have a guess? Uh, well, you're, you're, you're against the establishment. Or, or you're... So you're, maybe you're pro-establishment because you're anti-disestablishmentarianism. Close. It's the opposition... To the disestablishment of the Church of England. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, who the fuck came up with that? Who's the guy that went, oh, well, they're an anti-disestablishmentarianism kind, no, of, if you kind look of vibes? At, if you look, it was um, 1911 was when it started trending. How the fuck does Google mm. know the trends? There was no Google in 1912. Actually, you know what it does? This is cool. I think it reads books. Oh, so it's smarmy. Actually looking, it's on Google. Go- smarmy motherfucker. Just Google. I could read books in 1920, guys. Yeah. Wasn't even around. That's literally what it's done. So it's it's showing me the trends. Um, yeah. And so the first time I could see it being used was like 1910. Yeah. And it became very... It sort of peaked at about... 1983 got real big. <laughs> so, um, there you go. Just, just quickly, can't remember the word, but I've been, I've been doing, you know, just like um, looking up the meanings of words that I'm wanting to write into emails quite often, and I've actually come across <laughs> a few at the moment that haven't. So the, I definitely use the word, 
but then I look and they haven't been they haven't yet been put into the English dictionary. As it's a, not a fucking word then. No, no, no. So it recognizes it as a word but they haven't yet recognized it in the dictionary so it's like it's like well, a, I can't remember I'll rem- I'll remember it and I'll bring it to the table but it was it was one that um that yeah just hadn't been put in there yet so I I definitely refrained from using it because I was like all right if it's not in there it's I, I've butchered the word and uh people obviously have also butchered it but uh yeah is that room service Josh we literally have someone in the hotel now uh, trying to sort out our room. So I better go. All right. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Thanks, TJ. Thank you. See you have guys. Gone, mate. Uh, Catch ya. Bye. Sometimes that you would like another view, but uh, you will you will shift it to Perfect. that end. So tomorrow.